welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, uh, we can use some of what we initially recorded, but it is March 1992, part two. Becky left the chat, scheduled for one fall. I am Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. So, what we were hitting off uh, on the top, we were going through a breakdown here of what we're going to cover this week. So, first of all, um, anything before WrestleMania may or may not be mentioned. Just, that's... That's it, right? That's the garbage plate of what we got to watch. Shout out Rochester. Stole that from you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There yes, was a, I... a March 14th Superstars that we think we got some of it that we were able to find on the internet. Like clips. We found a super video on YouTube. A two hour long March 1992 video of promos and matches that happened from all the things, right? Um, I think some of it is from the March 14th superstars that has been scrubbed from the internet. And I want to know what the fuck happened on this video. It is really. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. And we got a March 21st superstars we're going to go through, which we lost sound after the one match. And a WWF challenge, which then we added in because we just tried to find anything to give us some of this information from this week. So the the other episodes, the uh, first couple, we have been doing we've been actually kind of breaking down what it is that we saw at what location and we're going to continue that because spoiler alert we only have one more episode before we're on peacock with our superstars one or two don't promise people i think it's one because it's april 4th at the hoosier dome april 4th or 5th is the wrestlemania right 5th april 5th. right so, so we're gonna do the next bunch to is get it the, to the 11th or the 18th that it I starts the, i think it's the 11th side of the 11th at the third so it'll be nice but i cannot wait we're still gonna have to comb through yeah the interwebs and make sure we can find things because the two best matches that i found were on this weird compilation video that i found well we'll get to that so this one's going to be a little different we're going to run down stuff that we saw so it's a little out of order like we said stuff we see well yeah but i mean a lot of times i'll say off the top we had gorilla and this and that but we didn't have the march 14th superstars we didn't have we we think maybe it's one of the promos that caused it to get cut, but we, really we don't, don't know. know. I have no idea. We don't actually know why WWF said you can't do that. And I guess, like, they just keep taking it off, like, from whoever. I, I don't know. Remember who posted it? They say, this is our content, but they don't do that with... Everything. Like, no. all the other ones have been available. Usually, um, if they're avail- if they're not, if they're available on Peacock, I feel like they go and they, they shut them down. Right. But this isn't. So, right. I mean, who knows? Also, like I said, the two most interesting things I saw, match-wise, not promo-wise, were from... I don't know if it was action zone or prime time but they were not from a challenge or superstar so so we have well we have another podcast that we're also running because we are gluttons for internet punishment and we are just enjoying doing this medium we really like to shamelessly plug so then we get to do that but on the other podcast we've been adopting the rule of three now jen as you guys will all find out does not like odd numbers i don't know why it doesn't make sense maybe there's more of you out there that also don't like odd numbers not really her thing um having said that this is a wrestling podcast you win by pinfall or submission you count to three and you win the pin so then you win the match with a pin so what we're going to do is we're breaking this down we're going to break the rest of them down three sections matches promos and some storyline updates. So, we'll start with the matches. So, the matches we're going to kind of talk about here, or really 
there's three different, well, four. Because you have the two cool matches that you found. We're going to do a Tatanka update. And then we have <laughs> just Sid, right? And his nonsense. So in terms of actual wrestling, we found on that compilation tape mm-hmm. an HBK versus British Bulldog match. What were your thoughts on that, Jen? It's the best match I saw from this whole... Would you say it's the best match you've seen on the YouTubes? Like, that we had to watch on YouTube so far and not, like, in an actual pay-per-view or something? We, like, what, what did we get? Like, what was it? Shotgun Saturday or something? Not Shotgun Saturday. Not yet. What did we have that was a Saturday night thing that we had those on Peacock? Like, Saturday night... Oh, um... Main oh, event. Saturday, it was Saturday main event. night main event, but that is, like something that happens sporadically that's not every saturday night no but i'm just saying we haven't really had anything since we started this portion of the rewatch that's really outside of a pay-per-view right we haven't really had much i mean we had the royal rumble and then we had that saturday night event Mm -hmm. well we had yeah yeah yeah, you're right so this this tuesday in texas was last year it was 91 yeah this probably was the best episode that we watched the best best match match, yeah that i've seen on youtube Right? Yeah, I th- I thought it was the best match. I mean, they both. Well, it's, it's and also back then. I mean, they're they're so young and they're both starting. You know. Well, the the better part is who are they taking this match from? The be- the best match we saw before that was Flair, Shawn Michaels. That was a good match. That was right when Marty Jannetty put threw him back in the ring and stuff when he that jumped out. That was that a was a good match too. It was Shawn Michaels, dethroning Shawn Michaels. Not the flowering. Relax, Jen. Relax. <laughs> So, the HBK British Bulldog match, actually a really good match. Um, Enjoyable. These guys really do put on a uh, fairly decent show in terms of, like, Sean is not really established as a singles guy yet. They're working on that. Well, that's I think that's part of what all this like yeah. these matches are, is that they're trying Absolutely. to establish him. And, I mean, Bulldog is still, I think he's 29 at this point. Sean's 26. I mean, they're young. They're just yeah. starting out. and. Sean's really quick and the Bulldog's really strong. So it, it, they're they're good. They I think they work really well together. I mean, they have so many feuds that you see them work together for a long time. But I do think that they work really well, well together. Um, Yeah, you see a little sweet chin music in there. You also see the attempted running power slam to Sherry for interfering Yo. with the match. Like, Yeah, wild, you're, we were violence. watching this and you're like, yeah. maybe this is why they scrubbed it. I'm like, first of all, no, they're slapping women in the face. You know, left, right, and center. But True. also, like, this isn't from a superstars. So, um, yeah. There's a there's a flying eldro, elbow drop at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Sean does a flying elbow drop Correct. to Davy Boy. But he's from the second rope. That's why. Because you think... can't take someone else's move, right? Isn't that like right. a big no-no? Yeah, but well, I know Ma- it is. I don't know. But Macho Man but... goes to the top rope. So, that makes it different enough that... So I think technically the rules in all this wrestling is you're not supposed to go on the top rope. Because the ref's always counting at them when they're on the top rope. Yeah, that's true. You're not supposed to go from the top rope. And right. so if you think about it, if you're well, on... Macho Man's just badass and he does whatever he wants. Right. And yeah, right. and think about Bret Hart, too. Like, he never... When he drops his elbow, it's always... From, the forearm, it's always from the second rope. He doesn't go on the top rope. And some of the bigger guys yeah, don't go true. on the top rope. So for the most part, going on the top rope is high well, risk. You know, Brett doesn't like to break the rules. Dangerous, no, but it's high risk, dangerous, illegal, and so that's the thing about those moves is it's just more it's an extra whatever amount of feet in the air, and you're jumping off that rope to get more to jump even higher and do the whole thing. So I think that's why 
you can do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, it's either that or you asked them. One or the other. You're not just going to go do it and not get some heat. I've never heard that the two of them had a beef like that. So. Well, I have heard. I've heard rumors of beefs. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into some beef. That's in the future. But I have heard of uh, beef rumors between her and Sean and Mach. But um, I mean, then maybe who knows? Who knows? Then we also had a Brett Mounty match. Well, we didn't even talk about who won this match. Davy Boy won in the, um, I would put that in the other category of a win. He didn't actually win. Sherry interfered, and then he tried to commit violence on her. An act of violence. Well, he, yeah. Yeah, Sean so, got disqualified because his lady... Clearly, the storyline was not trying to push Shawn Michaels over. It was just to dig him deeper as a heel, and nobody in the crowd was horrified when he was going to running power slam Sherry. So it's really one of those, like, here's a match. It occurred. And there's a point at the end of this match, after it's over... Where Sherry and Sean are like walking away and you see Davy Boy and it is just such a collection of beautiful early 90s hair. Well, Davy Boy still got his Jamaica hair. He right? still got his Jamaica hair on the bottom, but the top is short. And like once he starts wrestling, it gets curly. So it's like curly, maybe three inches on top and then Jamaican braids on the bottom with the little beat. It's wild. And then Sean has that crazy blonde mullet. He still has his rocker mullet. And then mm-hmm. Sherry's hair was wild too it was beautiful that's a good match yeah i'm just here to talk about hair you know but we all got our own things then like i said we had a brett mount brett versus mounty match mm-hmm. which we'll well actually gonna we're gonna put a pin in that one because we're gonna bring that up in the uh storyline slash uh things we learned outside the ring section of today's uh episode because you told me that that has to do with the uh the burgeoning feud that they were going to, the angle they were going to run with Brett and Well, Sean. I just think that it is the beginning of a very long-standing feud that ends right. Survivor Series so we'll, 1997. Yeah, but. so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll bring <clears throat> that back. We had a Tatanka match. We did. You know, he, I don't know the name of the guy he uh, wrestled, but it's not about that. Because on the way into the match, right. Rick Martel was coming out of the match because right. he just had a match. Mm-hmm. And then he made fun of a boy Chris Chavez's hair because it's like dyed red and you don't, don't you don't yeah, do but anything. don't you, know, you, you, you don't get, do that you get chopped so, so again they got into a little kerfluffin kerfluffle we'll, we'll add that into another storyline update because this is going to get into our thing and then of course we had Sid which Sid has just been your note here on on the whiteboard is Sid's aggression do you want to <laughs> compound on that like do you want to get into what Sid's been up to yo he's just Putting guy okay, so the Undertaker comes in and he puts guys in body bags. Right. Sid comes in and he has them put on a stretcher. Right. And then his jam is to take the stretcher and flip it. Right. Flip it and reverse it. So he basically fucks a guy up so bad that he gets taken out in a stretcher and then he will interfere with these medical personnel, take the stretcher himself, and fuck the guy up some more. So Sid is he's just... He's on a rampage. He's he's insane. He's lost his mind. Sid is bringing the wildest heel energy. <laughs> like, his... I'm going to tell you this. If it's my job to be a jobber, mm-hmm. right? And I'm in the ring and I'm waiting for my opponent and it's Sid. I'm running through the crowd and leaving. Like, they're, like I, I don't know why these guys continue to put themselves through this. So I'm going like, to say this. Point, counterpoint. Can you imagine if you are so into wrestling and you're out there, you're on the circuit... 
and this is your dream. Even if you get fucking destroyed by Sid. Because if you're like a regular person. Like I'm a regular guy. And I, I do, you know, I did really enjoy wrestling growing up. I enjoy it now. Like we're talking about it, Especially having this opportunity to rewatch everything. But like, I was never going to be six foot nine. Did you ever At- have like... A dream of being a wrestler? No, because I knew these people are huge. Because it's like, it's like when you see people like, you know, we'll see later on. The David Brian, Boy's 5'11". The Brian Christophers and all these other people. They're like lightweights and they're big dudes. They would be some of the biggest dudes that you'd see at a bar. Because they're all like in shape, ridiculously big. But then it's like, here's The Undertaker. Like, there's no way that you could, there's no amount of anything I could do. You put me next to The Undertaker that is going to like, Davy Boy is an aberration. Um, and, and and aberration. I, I think I called him a spirit, which he is. <laughs> like, not a spirit. Do I not understand the Aberration. I believe aberration, not aberration. I'm like, damn. Um, and Shawn Michaels is another one too, where he's like a s- relatively smaller dude. Yeah, but he's still like, I think he's, he's like still six foot six one. This, this, yeah. this, this, this being my point. Right. There's two sports that I could say for sure. Because I think you asked me this question before. And it's, you know, I'm going to consider wrestling, you know, I'm going to consider it a sport in the sense that these people, you know, are really they have to putting be their at- minds and bodies on the line. They're athletes. Yeah. If, if you're going to say chess is a sport and you're going to say poker is a sport, this is just as much of a sport, right? Because it's about the competition. So... Having said that, you know, not to get into a sport argument in that way, but it's like wrestling and then it's like basketball where you're like, there just are not small people at any position. Like, aren't there a few really little basketball players? Very rarely. And those people are probably, they are so good that they can make it there. And they're just beyond an aberration and, and, and beyond like a, a, like a spirit. Yeah, <laughs> call this episode "Running with Spirits." Um, no, they're they're just beyond the norm. Like there have been a few small basketball players, and they usually don't last very long. But their skill sets are usually out of control. Well, they're probably super so agile fast. and fast. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, like with wrestling, there are smaller guys, but like it's hard when you see when you see people like Sid and Kane and the Undertaker and Big Show and what about Andre Isaac, the Giant. What about Isaac Yankum? Isaac Yankum DDS. Comma, uh, uh, the, the ultimate fighting machine. Is Kama that big? Yeah, he's like six foot eight or six foot six. Yeah, hell yeah. The I'm Rock. I'm about Shango. I am. When you see guys like this, Hulk Hogan, Triple H, these are huge people. They would be some of the biggest people I would ever see in my life. And they are at their peak physical you know, abilities. And that's not even saying the Austins of the world, who's, I think, 6'2 or 6'3. Again, significantly taller than me. Point being, those are the two two things where you're like, there's no amount of anything I can do genetically. This is just never going to work. Right? It's just never going to work. So these jobbers, to go back to your original statement, these jobbers, it's got to be fucking cool to be like, I'm on camera getting fucking beat up by Sid. Yeah, he's probably, he like, a nice dude. He's really cool. He seems like a really nice dude. Yeah, like, in real life. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. cool. It's he like, yo, so man, nice. like, I went into the ring and the Undertaker tombstone me. Like, that would be cool if this is your thing. Right? You always have that on camera. Because, I mean, what world are you going to be able to beat that dude up? He's, like, a fucking foot taller than me. Like, in what world is it going to yeah. be, like... Yeah. And his trapezoids 
Yes. For, like, growing. But... Uh, th- he has, like, muscles on his muscles. But proportionally speaking, like, even a guy that's, like, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, right? Who's, you know, again, we're talking me and you, right? That's a tall person for us. Their hands may or may not be as big as mine. You don't have to out me for being short. That's not very well, nice. I'm just saying, you're a lady. Their hands may or may not be as big as mine, right? They probably would be a little bit bigger. Like, when you see the Big Show's hands... And you're like, oh my god, his hands would be like the size of my head. You'd be like, there's just no way that any of this would work. Who could believe anything? So, go back to your statement when Sid's uh, destroying these these jobbers. Maybe this was a great moment for them. They worked hard to get there. Because there's no way they're going to beat that guy. No. We can agree on that. There's no way they're yeah. going to beat that guy. Yeah, no. And if your dream is you see Hulk Hogan, and you're like, man, I want to get to that level. Like, hey man, you entertain the crowd. You got there. You help Sid push over an angle. Like, you're not going to beat that guy. You know? You're not going to beat Hogan. It's just not going to happen. You know? You just don't have it. So, I mean, even Davey Boy, who's, what, 5'11"? Yeah, but he's... He is so big. He's so big, and he's going to keep he's getting bigger. Huge. But he's still, like, you know. So, yeah. Sid is out here. He attacked Virgil, right? Now Virgil's got his broken nose. He's on, like, a murderer. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he sits out there destroying everybody. Well, because Virgil came out to help the guy that he put on a stretcher, and then yeah. he beat the shit out of Virgil, and now Virgil has his broken nose. Is wearing this like broken nose mask it's on 19, his face. It's the nineteen nineties face goggles. It is. It's very silly. It's pretty dope. By the way, have you seen any of Virgil's social media? What is social media now? Yeah. Are we going to the well, we're not talking about 1992 social no, media. No, but I'll definitely check it out. Oh, yeah. He's a... Uh... I'll check it out. We can talk about it for next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take a look. You send it's, me, it's send, something. Send me some of his highlights, but... Something. <clears throat> so our match rundown, pretty simple. We uh, abandoned the just telling you all the matches this week just because we didn't get to even see them all. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's probably a Papa Shango hype match in there. There might have been a Rick Martel hype match in there. But we're going to move right we on. Saw, we, yeah, we saw Papa Shango on the challenge. You know, it's just, they're all, yeah. We've been here. <laughs> we And we'll be on the Superstar soon enough that we'll make sure that we can kind of. Oh, we did forget to talk about the Undertaker, Colonel Mustafa. That That's might right. have been the fastest match ever in the world, ever. <laughs> like, yeah, they, he walked in, tombstoned him, pinned him, done. Yeah, that's in and that's out. A, a squash match one, two, if there ever was one. Just boom. There's <laughs> no reason. Cool. Boom. Now let's get into our promos. Okay. So we're gonna take these promos. We're gonna do them. We're gonna do them. I have so many promos on my notes. We're gonna do them tiered. We're gonna do them quick. We're just we're just gonna give you. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say the promo, and then when I run out of promos, Jen, you bounce a couple of me. Just give it a quick rating on the promo meter because we're going to have to then bring them in on the storylines. Because all of these feed into the storylines that we currently have that we're going to give you an update on. So the Macho Man in his weird checkered jacket where we're just <laughs> on the jacket. Scale of 1 to 10, the promo. I want intentional, uh, unintentional comedy and also the promo. Go. Nine. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't know what he said in the promo. But that close up <laughs> on the jacket made me feel like I was, like I like I dropped acid and didn't know. This like, promo got me so upset because I felt like I was doing that game. Those like, remember in the nineties they had the game where you had to like make your eyes cross in order to like see an image. I'm like, what am I gonna see on the back? Is it Elizabeth? I don't know. The Nothing magic happened. eye. Magic those. eye games. Yeah. Do you know I cannot do those oh, and I, they make me. I crush them in two infuriated because I will stare at the thing, and yes, that's exactly what it I felt like. I crush them in two seconds. Like. <laughs> 
Do you really? Yes, 100%. I don't even have great vision. I have the kind of vision that you're supposed to be able to do them. I have astigmatism. You're supposed to be able to do them. Anyway, that is what it was. Magic eye. We should watch it again and see if Elizabeth pops out. It's it's wild. It's <laughs> so we got that promo nine. Right, right. Ric Flair on a boat with Mr. Perfect. Scale of one to ten, Jen. Nine. <laughs> Virgil and his mask. Ugh, seven. Only because of the mask. Jake the Snake with me and Gene. The interview and and with the live crowd. The interview with the live crowd that also what I think may be the clubbing baby seals consistently may have, if that was from March 14th, may have been something to get him out. I think it is from March 14th. Clubbing baby seals. The thing is I want to give it a 10, but I can't because I love baby seals. So I'm giving him a a 6. A 6? He's going to club baby seals, but if he was clubbing... He's fucking Jake the Snake Roberts. He's not clubbing baby seals. You're an adult watching this now. When you see this now, just the level of nine. Healing. I was gonna say nine point nine. That one was That's good. That's fine. Uh, and I'm, it, it could also be the reason it's it's banned. I'm deducting it's, a point for my love of baby seals. But by the way, I hope that it's why it's banned because we can ban talking about clubbing baby seals. We're not even really doing it, obviously. But you can slap a woman right in the face. Hundred percent. And then you can okay. talk about how it's orgasmic. Great. Uh, what about <laughs> what about Piper and Brett? A lot of Canadian energy. I really liked that. I really liked that interview. Um, I liked it. I'm going to give it an... You know what? I'm going to stay consistent and give it a nine. Uh, what about Hulk Hogan and his potential last match? Uh, I don't... Just throw it out there. Six. So let's round up. Everything but Virgil and Hogan. Nine. On these promos. If Winter Olympics had an event for clubbing seals, I'd win that event. Yes. I mean, shocker. You're going to find out who's going to win my week just by that promo. But um, (laughs) (laughs) why we're not going to get into all the promos now, we're going to just, this is the free-flowing conversation now. So now we're going to go into the storyline updates. So let's start at the bottom of the card. You mentioned in one of the matches that we saw, Rick Martel having a beef now with Tatanka for no reason except to set up their WrestleMania yeah. event. I think the beef really is Tatanka's to have with Rick because he made fun of his hair and you don't right. do that to a proud Native American. You do not. No. And now they're going to fight at WrestleMania. They are going to fight at WrestleMania. So on the road to WrestleMania, we just booked that match. Match booked. In the books. For the books. I see title. You mentioned the Pepper Brett. In the the interview, Pepper Brett? Pepper Brett. Pepper in, Brett. In the interview, the Pepper Brett. Mm-hmm. Piper Brett. Made it seem like Rowdy didn't want to fight. Well, Rowdy, he invites Brett to sit next mm-hmm. to him on a little step. Right. And he's wearing jeans, which, I mean, I'm not used to seeing which, my Rowdy Which Piper. is questioned immediately. Why are you wearing jeans? He's holding a kilt, but he's not wearing it. Mm-hmm. He can't go anywhere without it. Right. You know, like it's kind of like Linus with the little blanky blank. But he said he only wears his kilt when he's he's fighting. And he's not fighting. He said, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't want to fight Brett anymore. Brett, we're friends. I think I changed your diapers. I was always at your house. I ate your mom's midnight sandwiches. Wonderful. I mean, it sounds great. You know, I, I can't fight you, so I'm just going to step down, and I'm not I'm not going to be at WrestleMania. That's what Piper says. And Brett said, well, you know, if you're not going to be at WrestleMania, to me it sounds like you're forfeiting your belt, and then that's my belt. Right. And he's not wrong. You can't. You can't just bounce out. 
and be like, I'm just going to, you know, no, not do this. I mean, to which you have Piper to forfeit says, it. You have right? to forfeit it. I've seen belts be forfeited before. <clears throat> Anything's possible. In the future, you know, things will get forfeited. I'm sure in the past. Um, So Piper said, okay, you've got, you've got two options here. Option one, we don't fight at WrestleMania and we remain friends. True. Option two, I'm going to hate your guts until WrestleMania. We are not friends. We are foes. Mm-hmm. I'll shake your hand right now, but then we're foes. Boom. Until WrestleMania. Boom. Enemies. Hatred. To the end. So Brett shakes his hand. He's like, all right, see you April 5th. Boom. Because Brett wants his belt back. And there it is. So now we got an IC title. There it is. Martel. Tatanka books. IC title match booked. Jake the Snake, The Undertaker, Collision Course. Listen, he told me when he was talking to everybody that hitting The Undertaker repeatedly with the chair at the funeral parlor Mm -hmm. was foreplay. (laughs) He also said... That's right after he talked about clubbing my friends. He was going to club baby baby seals. seals. Which I have a feeling that that, again, is why the WWF maybe didn't like that and said, can you take that down? That's the thing they don't like with all the... The World Wildlife Foundation? Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe. Because I'm like, I mean, I see domestic violence. I see homophobic commentary. I, I racist shit. I don't know. That's, you're going to... But you're right. You're right. Because it is possible. a WWF. You're possible. right. That could really be why that was pulled. We don't know. We, we didn't dive deep enough to find out, but it's possible. We didn't dive deep enough, and I don't think we're really going to. No. But I think that... End here. I think that was a smart... I'm a smart cookie. You so, are. news you're, you're to like say, an apparition. these two on a collision course absolutely throttling each other with great promos. Great old school promos. Great old school energy. Um, that's going to be a nice match. We are going to have Hulk Hogan. Yes. Say, don't call him Psycho yet. I, I'm never going to call him Psycho. In the... Dual main event. So in their match now, we are just learning, which may go back to Jack Tunney's initial decision and then the change. This may be Hulk Hogan's last match. Jen, do you think it's Hulk Hogan's last match? Um, I don't think it's his last match, but I do think it's one of his last matches. It's true. For now. I'm ready for I some. Agree. I'm ready for some new blood. You know what I'm saying? A new generation. A new generation. So, Hulk Hogan. But you know, if you're not and you're a Hulk fan, I wish you nothing but training prayers and vitamins. That's it. Yo, did you know that? Um, like, how old do you think Hulk Hogan is? At this point? Yeah. Fifty. You know, he's only thirty-eight. Damn. Damn. Is that crazy? It is crazy. I'm glad that I have you here to tell me that. Because if you weren't here reminding me and all the people that choose to listen, how would we even know what this is about? You wouldn't. We wouldn't. That's the problem. And, I mean, Sid is cutting his promos. But his promos are really... I would watch what you say. I am. I'm just I'm really <laughs> trying to think how I'm going to say this so that he doesn't find me somewhere. But... His promos at this point, they're maniacal. But what he's doing to people inside the ring, including Virgil, 
little out of control. So I think it's like it's like a double edge. Like his promos are dope. His promos are always dope because he is such a fucking big dude, and he's actually really good at seeming insane. Whereas like the Undertaker is really good at never breaking his character. You put on to yourself whatever you want to take from his character. Sid is just projecting back at you. Like the Undertaker is exuding whatever he wants as an Undertaker. Yeah. So you, you just kind of, so, so see like the thing about the undertaker is like, do I think in 1992 that the undertaker is going to walk into a McDonald's and casually order like a Big Mac and then go crazy (laughs) at people? No, like he's hanging out in cemeteries. He's in the dark places. No, I mean, I could see him sending Paul to get him a cheeseburger, but he's not. I like a number two. two. Super size. Oh, my Undertaker. But. <laughs> Psycho still, Sid. And he's still at the time, too, where he'll say, like, a line and then just, like, lower his head so his, like, hat covers his oh, face. Yeah. Like, he's still, we're still here. By the way. And the whole time, just the face. I always need to reiterate. We love all these people and their gimmicks, and I do love The Undertaker. And oh, to my me, God. to me, I'm really workshopping something. I think we'll have ready by '93, just about the Undertaker and his world, because he, there is what we have. <laughs> his own he, realm. He has his own realm, in my opinion. And you know, we talked about this when we started the rewatch, but the Undertaker really has his own universe and his own rogues gallery. Because once you're in there, the Undertaker's almost like Batman, kind of. Because it's like once you're there, there's a few people that just circle around it, and like maybe he gets the title, maybe he doesn't get the title, but everybody else, like Brett, wants his title. Sean wants to get a title. These people want titles. The Undertaker currently is only focused on just destroying Jake Roberts. He doesn't care about a title. No, he's like, he's I'm going to destroy Jake Roberts. Like I'm going to take him, your soul. He wants to, yeah. He, he wants to put him in a body bag. He like, wants to I take his soul. He wants to put him six feet under. He's he's right now crafting a, a, a casket for him. Now, with the energy that Sid gives, though, to go back, do you not see that person screaming and throwing, like, a McDonald's hamburger back at somebody like the the way he plays it like i just don't see the undertaker like throwing a hamburger i feel like everybody just leaves and goes this guy is wild like sid like i just feel like he would trash like i saw what he did at the barbershop last episode yeah he's gonna just trash you can't, this entire you can't place. unsee that no do you think with sid do you think it's um the level of moisture that is covering him or do you think it's his flaring nostrils or the fact that he stares into the camera when he says he's the master of the world personally like which thing do you feel it's 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 the staring because the thing about staring is like like his level the way he plays it up is like animal kingdom level where you're like (laughs) i don't want to break eye contact but if i don't he may kill me but if i do he may kill me right like he like pierces you the undertaker has that Mm mm-hmm but the difference with the Undertaker is then his eyes go in the back of his head, and he's also at this point wearing like rubber gloves. So he's also like wearing um, like red felt. and purple eye, like eyeshadow under his eyes to make him. It, he just looks very theatrical. Sid looks like you're right, like right. a real psychopath. Yeah, Sid looks like a lunatic. Where you're like, yo, I'm gonna call my buddy Sid. I'm gonna call my I'm gonna call my cousin Sid, who just got out of jail, who's gonna come over here and show you, and then he shows up and like. He looks like the kind of villain in like a 
like a movie that then like takes the gun and like breaks it in half with his hands, right? Like he just looks like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, like he's probably like and he's gonna stare at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like loving it as he does, and it's it, it, him. It's the eyes with the nostrils, and how he's able to just focus on those camera promos perfectly, where he's just right, like it's just and it perfect. D- it doesn't hurt that he's dripping, in in water, dripping. Yeah, at he's, all times. yeah, and I mean he's got his you know. He's got his, his, all of his muscles are just muscles on muscles on muscles. And he's in, you know, his, he's in his wrestling garb. So, yeah. So, I call these trapezoids so much just to be silly that I... I almost said that, but I I'm like, I forgot what they're actually called. I know they're traps. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But his are... Ginormous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Sid. Sid and Hogan. I mean, I don't, I know we watched this WrestleMania back, I want to say in August... Yeah, I don't remember watching it. No. I'm actually pretty excited to see it, even though good. I know a lot of what happens. Um, and I would imagine, even though I don't remember, I would imagine that Hogan's going to win if this is his last match or what could you be what? one of his last matches. That's next week. We'll get into next week when we go through. Um, we'll we'll do our, we didn't actually look this up, rundown of what we think. No. Well, I do know win. a lot of other things that do happen, but. Okay. Well, what? What? Because I don't so remember. You, you, you can do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I mean, well, that I'll, one I don't remember. I'll but... make a scorecard. But um, we've got that match set up, and I'm excited too because I don't really remember it. I remember it was one of the first ones we put on because we're like, oh, we have nothing else we can watch until we kind of got to Raw, and then we watched all the Raws and then pay per views. But the last thing we have here, the last storyline update, we have Macho Man, mm-hmm. as we mentioned with the checkered outfit. He's hot right now. Because <laughs> Ric Flair, the clowns, the WWF magazine. Doink? Mr. And Mr. Per- no, not dink? yet. Doink and Dink? No. Oh, okay. It's like 94, 95. Come on. We have photos. So many. I There's guess many. if you're in like church... These would be racy photos. I don't even know. Like Miss Elizabeth, maybe or maybe it's not her. In a one-piece bathing Poolside. suit, sitting by a pool, a eating strawberries? <coughs> Correct. So, I don't know. I really, I, I have no idea I mean, what the status is. Fast forward, like, six years, and you got Sable walking around with, like, oh my God, pasties. She has, yeah, she has, and like, a thong. Like, so, I mean, on... it's really... Yeah, but and I this mean, is racy. but these are these are some racy photos, and it just, I believe in one of the promos you have written down here, flare on a boat, star, damaged goods. Oh, because he calls Miss Elizabeth. I know damaged goods in the middle of just talking about his photos. He's like, oh, and this is me and Liz. Oh, you see how she's looking at me? Blah 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 blah. Damaged goods, and then he just continues. But then you and say this he, is us poolside. Oh, she knows that my favorite fruit is strawberries. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, she's damaged goods. Goods? But then you say he's dressed like an egg. He's dressed like an Easter egg. He has like a pink and blue striped sweater on. Right. Like a straight up Easter egg. Right. So, he's dressed like an Easter egg. This looks like what you did on this beautiful, beautiful thing here. Our beautiful whiteboard. It looks like you just decided to play like Mad Libs. They're like, flare on a boat. <laughs> Damaged goods. Dressed like an Easter egg. That is like slam poetry. 
I don't, I don't know. You're just like out here. This is how I would take notes in class, though. I know, and and I'm the kid that's like, "Yo, you take those notes?" Because I just was trying to memorize it all, and I'm like, like "Why did they say Easter boat? egg?" Damaged goods, dressed like an Easter egg. I'm like, "Yo, this this girl is trying to get me canned." You well, know, you would have to, to ask canned. me ahead of time if you would want my notes, because then I would try to write them in a way other humans would understand if not shorthand from me i mean we're working together everybody's gonna you're gonna take a photo and post this i mean virgil's stupid mask (laughs) it's so stupid now there was one promo where Shawn michaels says he's just gonna break his nose again and i was like what does he mean because i didn't see the mask yet and then the next (laughs) promo was just virgil in the mask and i'm like what am i looking at so oh our matches that we have confirmed for the wrestlemania event Go as follows. Double main event. <clears throat> what could possibly be Hulk Hogan's last match against Sid? Right, because he can't have the title and leave. <clears throat> we have Ric Flair versus Macho Man Randy Savage. With an angle that came out of nowhere. Just these racy photos of Flair and Miss Elizabeth. That damaged Racy. Good. And also, can I just interject for a second? Sure. So this supposedly, like, there's never any claims that Miss Elizabeth, Elizabeth, is cheating or has cheated No, on this the is match. before. This is all before. It's all before, allegedly. With so no like, timeline. No timeline. So, like, if someone that you're beefing with comes up to you and says, I have a picture of you and your lady mm-hmm. from way before you were together. Here's a picture of us eating dinner together. Would you be like, I don't... Excuse me. Then- <laughs> you said, here's a picture of us eating dinner together. Rick Flair provided a picture of them poolside with matching towels, eating strawberries. Okay. A oh, little okay. bit more, a okay. little bit more <laughs> over the top than just, here's a picture of us sharing a Whopper. Okay, but like, wouldn't you imagine that whoever you're with, like, is has had past relationships and maybe they sat poolside eating strawberries? Like, that's not... You know, <clears throat> I want to flash forward real quick. I get that. I get... Hold that on. she didn't tell him, and that would be upsetting. Hold on. I want to flash forward real quick. Where we're at right now in 92, the audience... I'm trying to make sense of it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying me. I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. so stupid trying to make sense But our, our audience, our target audience, is significantly younger than when we're going to be as we grow that audience up. So in 99, it don't matter what your past was. But like right now, you're like, whoa, whoa. This virginal Puritan I guess that's true. society. Like we're gonna go like none of that shit's gonna matter in wrestling. When I was ten, this was a this was a big deal. Spoiler know? alert, we're gonna have Goldust back as if he wasn't an entire run in between of himself and then also a preacher and the preacher's wife starring Val Venus. Like we're just gonna get Goldust completely back as Goldust, whose move is just kicking dudes in the nuts. Like we age our audience up significantly. In seven years. So I think you're really, you you know, just, just go with this. Clearly Elizabeth was in some sort of absolute infatuation love affair with Ric Flair that obviously transcended anything the Macho Man could ever have with her. So that's what I got on that one. But that match, there's our angle. And now she is damaged goods. So, now you know, Macho has to deal with that. We have what, we have what I would call more of like a traditional angle. In, you know, Roddy Piper and Bret Hart, right? Bret wants his title back. Mm-hmm. He had the flu. We know. It's traditional in a sense, but it is cool because it is, they are friends, That's right? what I mean. And they it's are like wrestling. They're it's both kayfabe. Canadians and they're both actual 
they mm-hmm. friends and it's cool because they're both faces and that's something that doesn't yeah. happen a lot so like that's actually pretty it's that pretty like cool. traditional like there is no angle we're also not going to make up an angle we're just going to no. say i'm roddy piper i gotta defend this shit i can't i can't give this to you do you know why this all started do you know why this is even happening because bret hart had the flu because bret hart had the flu i know and then we had Tatanka, Rick Martel, which do not at all talk shit on my boy Tatanks. I wasn't. I never did. Rick Martel did. Now he's going to get oh, yeah, he did. a beating. Yeah. And then, then we leave off with the Jake the Snake Undertaker, two allies that, that said just one of us should win the Royal Rumble. We won't specify who. That then devolved into Jake trying to beat any savage. The Undertaker stopping them, and now we're here. Yeah. Now we're here. I mean, this is... I don't know why the Snake Man would pick a fight with the Dead Man. We're going to find out who wins. But I don't know why they do that. So, that's where we're headed. Yeah, I, I That's what we've got on our road to WrestleMania. Don't we Don't we have a, a tag team match coming up, too? I don't think we really delved into that, though. It's I, we, I know it's Money, Inc., but... Who are they fighting? Like it's we the natural disasters. They're fighting the natural disasters. But we haven't in this. They week. did. They they had a couple promos. Oh, they did. Okay. Because yeah. I was gonna be like, I'm sure they'll probably have like a match or two in the next whatever to kind of. They just that. had. I didn't have any matches. They had a couple promos. Yeah. So that's established. Everything you just said. Um. We'll check back in next week. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You don't have to look at the card. We'll check back in next week. You don't have to throw me under the bus for looking at the card. Well, you're 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 jumping ahead. Well, well, because I'm sure Mean Gene's gonna give us a WrestleMania roundup. Oh, I mean, he always does. You know hopefully, I mean? we can we just, yeah, hopefully access we can, yeah. his WrestleMania roundup. And I mean, the card consistently changes, but we know it's at the Hoosier Dome. So let, let's get into, <clears throat> now that we've given you 40 plus minutes of this breakdown, let's get into who owned it, who lost it, our money grab, and what else? That's it, right? Unless, unless there was a sign. We're, we're looking for good signs. We um, haven't seen any. There, I saw a Hulkamania sign. There was a sign that said friend versus friend with a picture of um, Brett and a picture of That's right, yeah, like the friendship. Piper. Yeah. Oh. And then when they came up for their interview with Mean Gene, I guess Brett took it from whoever had it in the crowd and uh, and he like brought it to the interview with him. Yeah, so that was good. So for me, person that owned this week, and like I said... I don't know. Maybe he's the reason that this was banned from the internet. I'm going to give it to Jake because I know that I'm not going to get a lot. He wants to club little baby C. I'm going to give it to Jake because I know that I'm not going to get as much um, Jake energy going forward. And in terms of these old school wrestlers, I really just enjoy Jake. I agree. No, My favorite. These older guys. Yeah. He's, um, he's just a lunatic. I just, I love just, he's so, vile it's the only word you could say that he's like i'm a club baby like you like wait what like you're so it's so he just scrapes the bottom of the barrel of just like there's yeah. no nothing redeeming about him at all oh, he's he's really with good. his heel character really, really that you're good. not even like because even the undertaker right now is getting a little bit of a face push and you're like okay but like yeah but the thing about the undertaker expense, is yeah. he can come out and he can put a guy in a body bag and bring him away and get away with it because he's being accompanied by Paul Bear. Yeah. Who reminds me of like a character from Corpse Bride. Like I don't you know what I mean? Like he's very, it's very silly. So 
you can do these really dark, crazy things back in 92 and 91. And it's, it's silly. It feels like you're at the Haunted Mansion in Disney, you know? Uh-huh. Where Jake is like, no, I'm really from the swamps in Florida, and I really have this snake. And it, you saw it by Macho Man. You saw me slap Elizabeth in the face. Like, yeah, 100%. He's got all this energy and... And I'm going to talk really low and I'm going to call myself Snakespeare and I'm going to say crazy poetry and it's just so... He's so good. He's so good at being sinister. So, you know, I will... um wanted to give it to Flair, but I'm actually going to... I'll come with you on, on this ride and I'll agree. J- yeah, because like I said, you know, when <clears throat> with hindsight being 2020 and we know how much more of this kind of vintage stuff you're going to get, like this is really just such a level, man. Such a level. Such a level. I'm going to say the person that lost the week. A lot of times we give it to jobbers. I'm not going to give it to a jobber here. The person I'm going to give it to, believe it or not, I'm going to give it to the Mountie. So the one thing we left out here. You're not going to give it to uh, Virgil? No. The one thing. (laughs) I'm giving it to Virgil. Virgil. I'm giving it to Virgil. I'm giving it to the Mountie because... There's an angle that you were telling me about. So there is a mm. match that you can find online, which... Well, it's part of this big conglomeration of matches from March 1992 on that. No, no, no. There's a match you can find online, which is a Shawn Michaels-Bret Hart ladder match. Oh, well, we'll be talking about that. I think I think it happens in a month or two. Right. Yeah. So that match was setting up a potential ladder match down the line between the two of them. Right. At SummerSlam, yeah. They're supposed to fight at SummerSlam. Right. So this Mountie match is kind of like an artifact from when Brett and the Mountie were fighting in our first couple. Yeah, how many times have we seen them fight? A million. So, I mean, like, he's got no push here in terms of where he's going. And that's why I'm going to say he's the loser. Because we found that match. I mean, everybody else is winning for their angles. Right. And the Brett and Mountie match was really just to set up um, a feud between Sean and Brett. Yep. Which I'm going to argue is the beginning of their feud. <laughs> their, but it's also... This, one of the sickest feuds, you know. But it's also a side note. Like, the, the Mountie said that, you know, when they came out and said that they got kind of hosed a little bit down the line as well. In terms of the click. How they weren't letting them fight better matches and do stuff. Remember when he was the uh, Jean-Pierre yes. Lafitte? Yes. Right. So when all this stuff happens, so it's more like he's really, this is like, this is all here this is that nexus point. Hearsay. True, but I'm just saying, I'm going <laughs> to give it to the Mountie. Because I mean, like, where has he been and what is he doing? And he just kind of got <clears throat> taken right out. He got beat by Piper. And now this, this match really became nothing. Because everybody else, I mean, even Virgil, I don't. Well, I'm going to give this my second favorite match of the two weeks. I mean, these two match, guys, yeah. they work together well. I mean, the, the interesting part of the match was when Sean came, which we didn't even talk about. Sean and Sherry come out and they just kind of taunt Brett. Right. And um, the announcers are like, oh, well, you know, he knows Brett could have this, that the Intercontinental title in like two weeks. Right. So he's taunting him and he gets him to come out of the ring and then Brett gets counted out and <clears throat> is enraged with Sean. Right. So, of course, he has to take down the little straps on a singlet because that's what he does when he's enraged. Like, you will, you will look at my chest. Absolutely. Put it on display. Yeah. So, Sean's just calling him an idiot and laughing at him and taunting him. And it's kind of, like, fun and funny and, like, you know, whatever. But there's no stakes in this match, right? Like, it doesn't Nothing. matter if the Mountie won. Like, you said, it didn't. It was just basically um, 
to start a feud that will end in 1997 at the Survivor Series. Hashtag, was it a work? You know, it could be because anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. True. So do we have any more money grabs this week? No. <laughs> I thought we were I thought we were ending it. So Not I, yet. I no, we, we, we still got to check oh, out man. our money grabs. Uh, you know, Pat, I called our cable provider. Mm-hmm. And I, I said I want WrestleMania. Okay. Put it in the books. Do it. Charge me up. Charge it over. Put it put it right on. Give me that WrestleMania. We're having a party. So there is a Nintendo Super WrestleMania game mm-hmm. they're they're pushing right now. Okay. The magazine. Liz is on the cover. She's on the cover of Spotlight magazine as well. Um That was gonna be my grab was was that magazine. The Spotlight you had, magazine? You had, no, no. You had Ric Flair literally out mm-hmm. there telling everyone that Macho Man is running to the newsstands. Oh, he's buying up all that's buying right. Up all the magazines. <laughs> All around the country. You now, have to get it now. Now, he's not necessarily saying you have to get it, but he's implying that there is a savage man going to your local grocery store and card store <laughs> and lotto ticket store and cigarette store and bar and Borders Books if it existed and whatever other nonsense. by Blockbuster. They had a corner where they had magazines or something. Who the hell knows? He's there. Macho is there. Scooping all of these up. <laughs> That's, a big That's my money grab. That is the biggest money grab. And listen, if you didn't want to tune into WrestleMania for the wrestling... Mm-hmm. You're starting to get good angles. You got Reba. Reba will be there it's singing true. the national anthem for you. It's true. Now, having said all of this, and back to where we were before, that feud, it ends in 97. I will leave you with this. Was it a work? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't know, but anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. See you next week, guys. Bye.